0: This program was produced at and first aired on MPR, Manawatū People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai irerangi Tamotu, MPR. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatū, you could make your very own just like this one. MPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out mpr.nz for more information.
1: Greetings folks. Today we turn the spotlight on sport, in particular squash. So welcome Grant.
2: Yeah, good morning and again lovely to be here as always.
1: So when was squash first played in Palmerston North?
2: Well, if I, if I go back to squash being played in New Zealand, so it's in the early 1900s, it sort of came with the military, um, the Air Force and military bases and it was first played in um, in Palmerston North on a private court, actually, uh, down Tiawi Street, Street, um, backing, uh, or Manuka Street, backing onto the lagoon there. And, and it was a, um, Herb, Herbert uh, Watson, he was Dr. Herbert Watson, in 1919. But in a broader sense, um, it, it was the early 1930s.
1: Right, so... Um it was introduced by Herbert Watson you said or, or was yeah. it introduced by somebody else well or? he had a private <laughs> he had a private court
2: and uh, people used to come and play there um, and and a squash court is basically like a if you can imagine a box a fertilizer bin <laughs> <laughs> and and that 's effectively what squash courts are and uh, the game was developed in, in England and it sort of spread out through the Commonwealth um, Americas or well, the Americans and certainly North America. Uh, took it on uh, with gusto, but they—they they, like all Americans—they made the rules different and made the courts slightly longer. So it wasn't until more recent decades that they sort of came into an international um, uh, one one size and one set of rules for everybody.
1: Right. Well, I'm not familiar with squash, so how is it actually played?
2: Yeah, so it's played between um, two people or four people in doubles, um, mainly two people, um, and each game is um, is played. Um, you, you hit the ball onto the front wall, it comes back again, obviously, bounces or, or on a volley um, on the full, and um, you play that until you win the shot um, or win the point. Each game's played up to 11, and you serve from... Each side, and you and you alternate, um, and you must win the game by um, two clear points. But squash has been played; um, it's been a great sport for a second sport for a lot of other um, well-known sports people. A lot of the All Blacks used to play um, squash um, uh, in, in in the off season to get fit, uh, and we've seen that happen with a lot of um, hockey players. Um, Tennis and squash clubs would um, naturally come together we 've seen in some parts of New Zealand a lot of squash and rugby clubs and even even some squash and golf clubs so it fits well um, it 's an indoor sport obviously um, and it fits well alongside other sports
1: so you said it 's like a box so and you just on um Bounce it off the far wall, is that right, not the
2: sides? No, you can use the side walls, but it's got to hit the front wall to come back to you. So, um, you know, it's changed over the years. It was played in that quite um, uh, closed-off boxed environment. Um, There was a a transition to a back glass wall, so it created the viewing, made the viewing a lot easier. And in more recent years, you've seen the all-glass court, and that's what you see all the professionals play on in the big Big televised tournaments, and also they've really improved how you can watch the sport. A lot of people love the sport, but it was no, it wasn't very good at being televised. It was hard to see the ball, as I said, that the, the, the closed-off nature of the courts made it difficult. But now with glass courts and the ball being white and having some dots in it, which picks the TV picks it up, it's a great spectator sport now.
1: All right, so um, there you- Two or four players, as you said, um, and the court size. How how roughly? You, you oh, so,
2: so so the court size is, um, you know, um, look in, in rough terms, it's it's the size of a fertilizer bin. In a sense, you know, uh, um, not not much, a little bit bigger than this um, the studio, but it's it's. Um, um, now, with glass it's it's just transformed the sport. It makes and, it
1: look bigger. <laughs> absolutely,
2: and um, it's so much easier to view it from all sides from the back, from the front, from the sides, and you get just different aspects and views.
1: And what sort of equipment do you need you see obviously nowadays.
2: obviously a squash racket and a squash racket's like a tennis racket, but it has a has a longer throat and it's a smaller head.
1: right. And is there any dress code, or does yeah, what sort you, of
2: thing? I mean, generally squash um, is like all sports. Colors have come into it, but like the early days of Wimbledon and that sort of thing, it was it was whites and um, and almost like tennis shoes. Uh, it was squash because it's played on a um, you know a a, um, a wooden floor? It was you know not using non-marking shoes, so it was all really about um, uh, you know. Um, uh, more tennis type shoes to be worn, but we've seen changes in clothing and technology. Now we have um, shirts which um, you know um, uh, ensure you don't sweat as much. Um, we've got better shoes. I mean, the equipment and the um, clothing that people wear now is is uh, great is, is a lot better.
1: Because I guess it's a fast-paced game. Absolutely, and as I said,
2: the. The rules have changed over the years. It used to be first to nine and uh, and you had to serve to um, to get a point but now it's'll turn um, uh, it it' it's, it's first to eleven um, it's every point counts um, the glass back glass backs and the glass courts have come into into the sport and generally fitness has improved a great deal as well from those real early days of 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 the club established here.
1: So how how
2: do you um, score a point? Yeah, so you've got to you've got to win the point. You've got to get it onto the front wall, uh, and you've got to beat your opponent. Um, either they can't get it back, um, you know, a double bounce, or um, you hit it so fast or so hard they just can't get it back.
1: So it's you hit it, then they hit it. Yes, you hit it yes. right. It's
2: alternates, yeah.
1: It's just, yes. just like tennis, yeah, so yeah it is. I, yeah, it is, but, not a net.
2: <laughs> but there's a wall, and the wall is your, is your, um, is is your, is your um, uh, net really?
1: Right. So um, you mentioned the squash club. So yes. when was the Palmerston North? Is the Palmerston North squash club?
2: Yes, so it's it's, it's Palmerston's got a, a very very strong heritage in the sport. Um, As I said, the the sport was played um, in the early 1900s, the 30s, the Air Force, and that brought it around. Uh, Palmerston North actually has the second oldest club in New Zealand. It was established in, I think, in 1936, and um, the real movers and shakers in those days, and it was uh, Timaru in the South Island and Palmerston North were the two leaders uh, and interesting, there was no Auckland included in that. In <laughs> um, later years, Auckland got better and better, of course. But in the early days, it was Roy Haddon, who was an accountant, and, and another um, businessman, Ted Christmas, um, who were the movers and shakers. And they actually ran, New Zealand squash was run from Palmerston North for a number of decades, um, up until about the um, early 70s. So. Um, Palmerston certainly had its fair share. Um, The courts were originally in Princess Street, um, where Smith's um, Furniture is there, Um, and uh, it um, then moved to Linton Street, where the um, Cosmopolitan Club um, is connected to it now. But that, of course, was um, where the Bowling Greens are now. That was originally a big, large um, tennis club. Oh, right. So in the Second World War, um, and just after the Second World War, there was lots of tennis courts there and they built the squash courts there and then they rebuilt and rebuilt. And in the early, um, you know, 2000s, Palmerston North actually had the largest club, squash club in the country by some margin.
1: So how many courts are there? So there's eight courts at
2: Palmerston North, um, all are glass, um, glass back. They also have a... um, uh, they chose to get into the gym um, aspect as well, so they have a full-time gym uh, with a trainer, and it's quite a big facility. You know, about six to seven hundred members use the facility on a weekly basis, so it's it's large, but it's what they termed in the old days as an open club. So there was lots of private courts. Um, you know, as I said, um, you know there was Doctor Herbert, uh, sorry, Doctor Herbert um, Watson, who had a private court. I mean. Um, there was a there was a squash court at Government House, um, oh, wow. so um, uh, Vogel, um, uh, the Premier, he 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 um, the Governor General, he loved playing playing squash, um, and I've actually seen that court at Government House. You know, military bases have had them, so we've got squash courts at uh, at Linton uh, Army Camp, and we've got um, uh, at Ohākia. have got some very good courts at Ohakea. Um but you would have seen open clubs. So every sort of city had a club. And then, as I said, the explosion of the sport in those 60s and 70s saw every town get one and then every rugby club would want one. Um, and with the you know the popularity of the sport, you started to get better players as well and professional players.
1: So has Palmerston North had any professional ones? Yeah, we have. So... We, uh, we, as I
2: said, not only we were one of the first clubs, but we dominated the sport in the early days. Uh, we, we, we won what they call the um, uh, club championship called the Cousin Shield. And ironically, it was named after the Cousins family that had Goldfinch and Cousins, the right. menswear shop. Um, a lot of um, people in Auckland just didn't know what that meant. <laughs> um, but of course, the Cousin Shield is quite revered. It's one of sport's revered trophies or or, or shields, actually, uh, like the Ranfurly Shield and the Marty Cup, uh, Mosca Cup. The Cousin Shield is is very sought after. There's the Mitchell Cup, which is for the women, um, and uh, Palmerston North um, has done well in that as well. Um, so it's more recent times. It's been spread all over the place. But, um, you know, we've won the Mitchell Cup in the last... Um, five or six years, the Palmy Club's won it a couple of times. Um, but again, it comes and goes. Our current professional player um, um, is, is Caitlin Watts, and she's overseas in Europe at the moment playing. and She's ranked about 90 in the world, and... Uh, She's uh, currently uh, number uh, number three, uh, number two, number three, depending on who's winning on the day. Um, but, of course, New Zealand is blessed in having two of the world's um, top players at the moment, both in men's and women's.
1: Right. So... Um Originally, it was played as a social sport, or was it competition right from the get go Or a bit of both um, and
2: like most sports um, those are t- some are a bit more competitive than others um, there was a New Zealand championships from um, the um, the early 1930s um, and Christchurch uh, you know it was played at some gentlemen clubs as well. Um, but yes, it was more of a um, we're going to go and play play squash, and, All right. <laughs> and do and, and and have a bit of a bit of a run round. But it, it got you know the the sport got more and more popular, and then it became quite competitive. So the New Zealand champs has um, been around, and New Zealand's produced a lot of good players. Obviously, the the Susan Devoyes of the world, but we've had Ross Norman, Stuart Davenport and of course our latest star is Paul Cole, um, who's the world champion. Um, at the moment, and on the women's side, Joelle King, um, who's the um, Commonwealth champion, is number uh, four in the world. And so we've we're I mean we're almost at the same stage where we were in the '80s, where squash rivalled rugby at one stage there uh, for popularity, and we saw in a massive boom of people playing the game. Squash has held its own in recent times. You've got, there's a lot more sports to play now than there was in the '80s, and uh, and Palmerston has done well. You know, I spoke about Caitlin Watts, but there's been many great players over the years. You know, the, um, the Charlie Wars, the um, uh, uh, Trevor Johnston, they were our first real, true international players. Obviously, New Zealand champions. Don Burmester was another. On the women's side, Val, Val Bliss, um, uh, Megan, Megan War. I mean, there's been some, some great players right throughout the years.
1: Right, so um, is there coaching at the club? So if if somebody was interested in taking it up? Absolutely, and like skiing and golf, it
2: probably pays to get a bit of coaching, um, you know, if you're playing. But the, the great thing about squash is you can be any level in play. Because you've really just got to get it onto the front wall and then back again. Whereas some of these other sports, you've got to connect a golf club with a little ball, <laughs> or you've got to connect your skis and make sure you don't fall over. Squash is pretty simple to play, and the the really good thing is you can. You know, and they have grades, so they have F grade through to A grade. And you know, a D grade player, which is middle of the ranks there, can have a decent sort of hit round with an A grade squash player. Um, and I think that, and it's another another good sport where men and women can play, and families can play. Not many can do that, so again, it's it's got some real attractions to it.
1: So, um, how how would an interested listener go about contacting somebody to?
2: Yeah, so again, um, you know, looking at the um, uh, in a Palmerston North sense, there's many clubs around Ashurst has got a. Uh, A neat little country club um, connected to the uh, Village Valley Centre there, and um, that's got two little courts there. Um, And Palmerston North is squash gym at Twenty Linton Street, and uh, you know it's um, they have a club night there, they have a juniors night. Um, It's pretty accessible with being open as a gym, uh, and also they have a full time manager. So. You know, ringing the club there at three five seven six zero double two, and that will um, you know uh, talk to James, the manager, and uh, it's it's pretty accessible.
1: Right, and can you go along and and have a look before you? Ap- you know?
2: Absolutely, and I think that's the great thing about it. Um, my understanding, although I'm not involved in the in the. Um, the bowels of the organisation now, but um, I understand you can go and have a bit of a try before you buy sort of sort of aspect.
1: Right. And what sort of hours is
2: the club open? Well, the, the great thing about squash is, I mean, the the, the clubs open during those normal sort of um, ten till sort of seven o'clock because um, a lot of people play just after work or at lunch times. Um, but the great thing about squash is, you can go and book a court and play at ten o'clock at night or at six o'clock in the morning if you want to. It's a card, you know, you get a card and it's a oh, swipe right. card access. You can turn the lights on with that. That's the great thing about it. Um, it's very, very accessible for people. And
1: you do need to book.
2: Yeah. I, well, you definitely get down there, see the manager, and then he'll be able to explain how you need to go about it.
1: And I guess um, games have different playing times because um, – you know, somebody might go 11. five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. I've won the game. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, roughly on yeah. average, how long would it yeah? Be so a death?
2: game, a normal decent head out with people <coughs> is 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 in that uh, thirty to forty five minutes. All right. So you know you can have you have a bit of a warm up. You start to get into your game unless you're completely mismatched. Um, you know your game will go for about half an hour. Um, some go a lot longer, but. Um, the beauty about the sport is you just you can just keep going until until you've got somebody um, that's got the the court schedule. They normally book them in forty five minute intervals, and um, somebody else is waiting to go on the court after you. All
1: right. So, and you played squash yourself,
2: or you yeah. still do? Yeah, and no, I still have the odd game of doubles. I've got a I've got a new hip now, so that's precluding me from running around too right. fast around the place. Um, and I'm sort of past my best years, but you yeah, know I played a lot. I played for Central Districts. I played for Wellington, and uh, won a few national titles. But um, we, um, it was very much part of my, my. It was my sport in those in those early days, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. Got a lot of friends and and um, camaraderie out of the sport, and I've given back a bit. You know, I was the I'm a life member of Central District squash and of Palmerston North squash, and um, I. Um, for my sins, I'm still helping out in New Zealand squash. With the, uh, We have a, a foundation or a hall of fame, and uh, we've got the New Zealand Open. Uh, we will invite Paul Cole and Joel King back to play along with the other world's top players, and we'll be having an event up in Tauranga in November, so really looking forward to that.
1: All right, so who what was your inspiration to play squash?
2: Oh, look, I got into it with some friends at school, actually. Um One of my friends um, said, come along and play this game, squash. I I played a little bit of tennis, and I went down to the club. I was living in Masterton in those days, and ironically, when I was there, I looked at these guys playing. I thought, jeez, they're good. And I was watching (laughs) these guys, and one of those guys was, surprise, surprise, was, Brian Lahore, the former Black oh, right. captain, and he was a big man and he was charging around bashing this ball up <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor front wall was getting to hiding and but i I liked the look of it, and it was good and, and my friend and I were sort of similarly you know matched, so we had it we had a bit of a tussle around, and I really enjoyed it and I sort of got the bug you know and I became a, a junior member and and then we, my parents moved to Palmerston North, I became a junior member at Palmerston
1: North and Never sort of stopped. So is it necessary to do a, have an exercise regime to play squash?
2: I think you've got to – you can't just go in there and not – yeah, you do need to – you need to limber up and you just got to make sure you don't go crazy. Play within yourself. Um, it, you'll, you'll naturally find <laughs> your, 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 your sweet spot and um, you'll have very sore um, probably um, uh, upper legs and, and buttocks after a while because it, it is hard on your legs.
1: Right, so you're sort of um not standing straight up and down when you play you no you you're knees
2: you're, a bit. you're you're um lunging there's a lot of lunging in in the sport and it's um you know it has as i said to you it has got fitter the, the fitness level has increased for the very top players over the years. The professional circuits um are very very competitive now, and you're seeing. You know, countries like Egypt, it's their national sport. Um, so Palmerston, as Palmerston North, but also New Zealand does incredibly well to bat as high as it does um, on, on the world
1: squash stage. So what do you like about the game? Oh, I th-
2: the accessibility of it, as I said earlier. Anybody can play. Um, and, you know, people can play. It's a family sport. Um, men and women can play it um, together together. Um, and it's it can be played in, you know, if you play squash in Palmerston North and you go and play squash in Paris, it's quite similar, you know. Um, yeah.
1: So you don't have to learn new rules or anything like no, that? No, no, it's universal. So is there anything else that you'd like to add to wrap up?
2: Oh, I just, you know, from a heritage point of view, Palmerston North has done incredibly well um, in many sports. And squash is, you know, we talk about the main, more traditional sports, but squash has been right up there as well. And we've... Um, We've carved out a great um, history and, and, and niche for the game, and it's continuing really well as well.
1: So right. and the um, contact number, just as a final...
2: Yeah, so Squash Gym in Linton Street, 20 Linton Street. Um, roll along there, um, and it's right next to where the Cosy Club is. Uh, Cozzy Club on one side, Squash Gym on the other, and the Palmerston Bowling Clubs around them. Um, and the number there seven six zero double two.
1: Right. Well, thank you very much, Grant. That's been quite interesting. So I didn't know much about squash. I know a little bit more now. So. Great. Thank that, you. Again. That's a good,
0: And Thank you. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify, as well as the accessmedia.nz app